This afternoon it is David Lomond joining us. And what's our topic today, David? Hi, Jane. Hi, everyone. Our topic today, Jane, is relaxing. It's a quarter past 12, and David Lomond, relaxing is our topic today on 2NURFM's Health and Wellbeing for our sponsor, balancetowellness.com.au. But is it such an easy thing to do? It isn't easy, Jane. That's why most people don't do it. We live such busy lives these days that doing takes much more the place of relaxing. And, you know, we talk about being and even create a CD called Being. And that's all very well while you're taking that time to actually listen to the CD, do something else. But relaxing is different. Relaxing is being able to sit quietly somewhere and not have to do anything else, just to sit and do nothing. So is it like uh, uh, emptying your mind of everything? That's more, it's very difficult to empty your mind because your mind is always going to bring something up. I think uh, we can empty it for a very short period of time, maybe a few seconds. The thing is not to be hooked into anything that passes through the mind and not to go chasing after where else should I be, what else should I be doing, how else can I be doing this, everything else, but rather just sitting there quietly and maybe turning your face towards the sun and just sitting quietly and just taking a breath and letting it go. So, yes, is that the best way of doing it? The best way is to learn how to do it. Ah, so there are some techniques. There are techniques to doing it, and it's important that people learn how to do it. I, like I, I um, practice hypnotherapy, and that's one of the tools that I use in the clinic. Um, but mindfulness classes or uh, people who specialize in relaxation classes, which some of my uh, friends do, you know, these the nature of these things are all there to help people be able to relax it's not enough, though, to relax when you're in the clinic of the practitioner. You also have to go home and put into practice on a daily basis. Because the more that you can actually relax, the more you can organize your thoughts, your, your energy and everything else for the rest of the day. And that's very important, much more efficient living, in fact, if you M- do that. Much more efficient use of time. You're not trying to do this thing over there then that thing over there you don't just dump things down on the table that I tend to do and have to go back later and try to find them and you don't get into the sort of mess that I got into last week by not relaxing. So um, how often should we be thinking of just a few a few seconds of relaxing throughout a day? Well, it's more about setting time aside each day where you can actually do that. Now, if you can set aside 10 minutes twice a day to sit quietly and do nothing, go out, sit under a gum tree, go down and sit by a stream, go down in Newcastle, we have such beautiful beaches, go and sit down by the beach. You don't need a cup of coffee to relax. You can actually sit there without the cup of coffee and you can prove that you can relax and you may then reward yourself with a cup of coffee. Ah, work first, work, only work at relaxing Work first. at relaxing first, and, and then you can make the, the actual relaxing a more pleasurable experience. Okay, so do we start off with a tip or two? The simplest way is to learn to breathe. Uh, my friend Rowan Riley sort of brings that, O'Reilly brings that home very well in the, the uh, seminars that he does when he does the health and wellbeing forums with us. 
is about learning to breathe and learning to breathe properly is the basics of it. Yet it goes deeper than that. It goes also to the mindset of focusing on the breath rather than having the mind go off somewhere else. I've seen so many people who say, I can't relax. You know, I've tried hypnotherapy. I've tried this. I've tried that. And the reason is that they've never been able to train their mind in actually how to relax. And it is a skill. Everything we don't know is just a skill we haven't learned. And how to relax is one of those things. That's a nice way of looking at it too. It's just there, round the corner. It's just there, round the corner. All we have to do is learn how to pick it up. Mm. So breathing. Um, can we take those breathing techniques, once we know them, into parts of the day where we're not relaxing? Yeah, and there's a clue in what cigarette smokers do and the reason why people smoke. And one of the reasons that people smoke is that they can just take pick up that piece of paper and they can take a, uh, take a puff and go... And it's probably the only time they breathe during the day. <laughs> or breathe, yes. Uh, so presumably it's better to breathe nice fresh air. Nice fresh air outside in the open air if at all possible. Uh, with some of my clients who have some pretty severe illnesses, I get them to sunbathe every day just to sit outside in the sunshine early in the morning, not when the sun is very hot in summer, but early in the morning. And in the winter days like this, which are beautiful winter days, is to sit outside as naked as possible <laughs> due nice. to the cold weather, but in, in an area where you're not going to disturb the children and just sit quietly and relax. What about music? Music is good and not necessary. It's good to have if you've got some nice relaxing music. The only thing is, if you ever forget your music, how are you going to relax? So it's more important that you learn how to relax first and worry about the music later. This is 2NURFM's Health and Wellbeing for our sponsor, balancedwellness.com.au. And David Lomond, we are talking relaxing. Now, you mentioned you had some problems last week with a bit of relaxing, and I'm sure that's given you even more insights it's, than you It certainly had. did, Jane. Because I was, I was um, up at 6 o'clock this morning sitting at the computer, um, being in a hurry to write an article for today, to finish the article for today on relaxing, and I thought, what on earth am I doing? Should you be relaxing? <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I am not relaxed writing this article at all. And that's probably the reason why I haven't been able to write the article. Because last week I got the flu. Now, I hardly ever get the flu. And uh, so I spent two days in bed, which is my way of dealing with the flu. Took heaps of enzymes, the right minerals, did all of that. Then got up, went to Sydney, drove down to Sydney, left at four uh, five o'clock in the morning, You know, got there, taught for three days, drove home last night after teaching all day Monday, got to bed about half past 11, you know, then up again in the morning, you know, and starting all this whole routine. And I'm thinking, when exactly have I got a right to talk to people out relaxing when I'm not even relaxing and I'm not yes. doing it myself and I, I know how to relax and I'm not doing it. So it's hard. It's not all that easy. It's not easy unless you put it, it into a goal-setting schedule. And goals are one thing we'll talk about another time. But to have a schedule of time to relax is very, very important. 
So you'll be pleased to know when I leave here, I'm going down somewhere near the beach and I'm going to sit there for a little while and just contemplate my night navel. Then I'm going to take some time and write a little article on relaxing, which will be up on the website sometime during the week. And we can all reap the benefits of your And you can all reap the benefits relaxing. of that. <laughs> right. So uh, just as a matter of interest, when we're thinking about a schedule and the practicality of scheduling a relaxing period, how long would you set aside, do you think, if you're thinking about going down to the beach after this, how will that fit into your afternoon? Because I have the opportunity to do it, because I'm self-employed, it's easier for me than it is for other people. But everybody can find somewhere, sometime through the day when they can relax. And it only needs to be 10 minutes. And if they can do it twice a day, that's even better. Um, because once you get into the habit of it, your body comes to just get acclimatized to it. And it will take the moment that you sit down in that favorite chair or that favorite place or down on the sand on a, on a concrete whatever. And it will just say, Oh, that feels so good. And that's really the way that we ought to respect and treat our body sometime through the day. Now, sometimes, David, when you wake up in the morning and it's cold outside and you're snuggling under the bedclothes and you're thinking, I really should get up, but I really like lying here, is that the same idea as relaxing? No, because just bringing in the thought that I really should get up just blew the relaxing bit of it. (laughs) If you just made a decision to lie there and just say, okay, I'm just going to take 10 minutes here to relax, yet bed isn't really the best place. Oh, the better thing is to get up and go and sit in a chair somewhere. Then you're consciously aware of your body and you're consciously aware of the tightness or the tension or anything else that is going in your body. And when you know how, you can actually relax the muscles systematically. And that is a much more beneficial way of doing it because it puts you in control And it helps your body to understand that you do understand that there's a tightness and tension there and that it's okay to relax. So some positions are better for helping the muscles to relax better than others. So sitting is better than lying down in bed. The (laughs) tendency if we we, uh, wake up and then go back and lie back down is that we're going to fall back to sleep. And I don't want anyone to be late for work because of just that they're going to be relaxing because that will be the least relaxing thing they do that day. (laughs) Yes. So relaxing the muscles in a a special way, you were saying. Yes. When you learn to relax, you learn how to breathe into the muscles. You learn how to actually relax yourself and relax the muscles. And it's, it's a bit like a massage therapist doing their work. They can gently work over the muscles of the body. And you find that after they worked on a muscle, it has become more relaxed. So it's, it's more in the line that you put your mind towards working on your body and your body and your mind work together. And that is what helps the deepest levels of relaxation. Any more tips or tricks on, they're not tricks of course, but tips on making your muscles really relax well? Um, yes, there's a little thing called talking to them. That's another thing that people can learn to do because mostly what we do is we abuse our body. You lousy body, you've got this ache, you've got this pain, you've got this or that or whatever it might be. That does no good whatsoever. It's the same as if you abuse somebody else. All you're going to get is retaliation. It's more about talking lovingly to your body and understanding that your body is trying through its own pain processes to give you a signal to change something. 
It's saying change your diet, change your water intake, change your minerals, change your enzymes, change something, get more sleep, do something, because I'm in pain here. Because the body has its own intelligence. And as we go along, I want to talk much more about that intelligence of the body. There is a huge amount of material stored in the body that anybody can tap into when they know how. To NURFM's Health and Wellbeing for our sponsor, balancedwellness.com.au. David Lomond, we are talking relaxing and we're very happy to take calls, 49216216. Now, Wayne has run, rung in. Hello, Wayne. How are you doing? Yeah, good. I don't want to work out what's the definition of relaxation or just out-and-out laziness. There's a difference, Wayne. After relaxation, you... Time span difference or... No. Or you you relax for 12 hours and just be lazy for another 12? No, Wayne. You relax for about 10 minutes and then you work for about eight hours. So you have you have plenty of energy to relax, and that helps give you more energy to work. So there's no getting away from the work, Wayne. I'm afraid. <laughs> That's I'll find a way. But it, it just seems strange. Like some people I know stay in bed twenty hours a day. They're, they're, that, they're just relaxing. No, they're tired, Wayne. <laughs> they're tired or fatigued. No, I, I think they're just lazy. <laughs> well. I don't know. I can't work this out. It's actually a really good distinction, and thanks for bringing it up, Wayne. And, David, I suppose that also leads to the question, if you do lots of physical activity, something really hard for a while, is that likely to help you relax a little bit more afterwards? It depends. If you exhaust your energy, no. So we've all got a certain level of energy within us that we can utilise on any given day. If we extend and go beyond that and use more energy than what we have, we'll go into fatigue. So it's like uh, the children who get so tired that they can't sleep. It's the same type of thing, and we have to be very careful not to get to that stage as well. Relaxing is one of those things that helps us not get to that stage because we're more aware of what our body needs. So everything that we've talked about so far, and we've talked about, you know, water and food and, and uh, minerals and enzymes and sleep and aging and all of that, is improved by learning to relax. Because learning to relax allows us to set our priorities. It allows us to take time. And you don't have to meditate like a Zen monk. You do not have to spend hours and hours and hours in meditation. It's not like that. It's a matter of understanding that we have a life to live and yet during that life we also need quiet times. We need times of peace and solitude for ourselves. Time where we shut the door on the children or the, or the husband or the wife or anybody else and we just take time out. If, if we did that, there would be a lot less depression. There would be a lot less anxiety because the very act of relaxing teaches us not to allow those things in. Now, let's say we've had a a nice day working around at work or wherever and we come home and we think, right, now we'll sit down in front of the TV and relax. Yeah, wrong move. You cannot relax in front of the TV. People say that they do, but what they're actually doing is chilling out. They're taking time out of their day to watch something fairly meaningless, usually, just so that they can get back up again and get going again. The problem is that the TV always wants to sell us something. 
So it will always be trying to keep us interested in something which may not even be relevant to our life, yet we're spending hours watching it. So you're not actually relaxing when you're in front of the TV because it's trying to talk to you and get your attention. Yeah, it's trying to talk to us and get our attention. That's the same as choose the wrong sort of music and you're sitting there trying to relax and the music is just quite that little bit off. And you think, I don't, I don't, what's, what's going on? You know, you're, you're just not sure. Anything which sort of doesn't allow you to relax needs to be excluded from being able to relax until you can get to a place where you could relax in the middle of a street and it wouldn't worry you at all because you could just, you know, sit on a bus and relax. You can sit in a car and relax. You can be, as long as you're not the driver, you're not too relaxed. But as a passenger, it's very simple once you do that to get on a plane and relax, to walk around and relax, to be much more relaxed in yourself than, um, than most people that we see these days. You know, we carry mobile phones, we're on beck and call, we're sitting in a restaurant and the phone rings, we answer it. You know, that's not relaxation. You cannot relax under those circumstances. And none of this used to exist. None of it. And not so long ago either. And not long ago, six, 50 years ago, there was none of what we've got now. Um, there was very few cars even 50, 60 years ago. So it wasn't anywhere like the Hiltic Skelter that it is on the roads nowadays. There wasn't the pressure to get to work. There wasn't the uh, working the longer hours that we do now. There wasn't even the Sunday trading that we have now. You couldn't go to the shopping centres on a Sunday. So nowadays people can quite happily fill their whole day with doing everything and none of it necessarily very important. And relaxing is such an important part of life. Absolutely important because it helps the body. So that's relaxation for today, David. It is indeed, Jane. And I, as I say, if anybody else is, I see anybody else on the seawall down near Bar Beach um, relaxing, I will say hi and then sit quietly and do my own relaxing. So you do it on your own, relaxing. That's an important part of it too. It is. Uh, it can, you can work with somebody else if the other person is on the same frequency as you are. As, right. long, as, as long as they're not trying to talk to you or at you, it's fine. Thank you, David Lomman. And you'll be back for 2NURFM's Health and Wellbeing next Tuesday after the Midday News. I will, Jane. Thank you very much. And uh, hopefully you will have an article on relaxing on the website uh, sometime this week to put up. Otherwise, it'll go up with the next article next week. (laughs) Thank you, David.